My name is Daniel. And I'm Sarah. And we are your hosts of The Disciples Mike, a podcast produced by Woodbury Lutheran Church in Woodbury, Minnesota. This show is all about learning what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. And on this episode, we are talking with Andre Payaris, worship leader at Woodbury Lutheran Church. You'll hear Andre's incredible life story, including what it was like for him growing up in Colombia, the tensions he faced in his faith walk growing up, choosing between sports and church, what the transition from Colombia to America was like, and how he has seen God working as he has continued to lead him in his life. So sit back, get ready. This is The Disciples, Mike. Good morning. Well, was... good, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> that was a great intro. Thank you. I think <laughs> good, good job with the last name. <laughs> I know. So right before we, uh, right before we got on, I'm like, Andre, how do how do I say your last name? Um, so you gave me a lesson, and it was I didn't realize. So it's spelled P A Y A R E S, but mentally I just had to change the Y to a J. Yes. And we That's were good it. to go. So yeah. maybe this is what we need to do with every single name: is to talk to people and say. Give me a lesson on how to pronounce your name. Right. I think that's what you need to do now. I know. I, I really do. I really do. Well, that's what you'll do when you get back to the Valley Creek campus this afternoon. <laughs> start, yeah. start with Joel Wettstein. Right. And keep going. Yep. Well, I have to ask Sarah, uh, how are you doing? I believe this is the... Is this the earliest we've recorded? I think so. Uh, didn't oh, we no. record I Andrews think, at like 9.30 I think early on, yeah. And Pastor Tom a couple of weeks ago, we yeah. did 9 o'clock. Yeah, I've noticed we've been getting less views the earlier uh, it's recorded. <laughs> that's Seems, probably on me. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to assume that's on me. Um, no, we are uh, super excited to have you on, Andre, because uh, so it was really cool. We Throughout Lent, you know, we had uh, testimonials, and so you shared a little bit of your story during Lent, and super cool, and tons of people... Uh, just really loved hearing a little bit, but I think this will be an awesome format to just hear more about uh, what sure. God's been doing through you and whatnot. But before we get started, uh, we have the most important part of what we do here on the show, which is trying to remember Sarah's random question. You know, we have multiple sound bites now. Like it's so hard to remember. We've got. My question of the day, we've got Sarah's confession time. Yeah, that was a new one. That was a new one. We've got your yeah. random question. Right. I think I've got them all memorized now. <laughs> yeah? But there's still, like, I'm looking at this board, yeah, and we've there's got, still like, we've four got, more. Yeah, like four more different that things. That haven't been claimed. So if the listener has any suggestions for different segments, uh, <laughs> reach out to us. You know, we've skipped over the whole coffee mug thing because I've told you I've committed to bringing a new coffee mug every hmm. every episode to see how many yeah. episodes before I repeat. Andre, do you drink coffee? Oh, oh, that's a sore subject. <laughs> well, uh, I used to <laughs> drink till last week. <laughs> <laughs> till last week, what happened? Well, some uh, healthy issues. <laughs> okay. Um, well, sorry. Yeah, I, I need to just... Stop doing that. Okay. There you go. And he's mourning. He's, oh, my he's, gosh. He's mourning. Well, well we yeah. will hopefully, con we can console you uh, throughout this. I would, I would, that would be a hard, that'd be a hard loss. Sarah, would you be okay if you had to just stop drinking coffee? I might be. Well, I, I was depressed the whole last week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I told. <laughs> oh, my I told gosh. Sarah, I, I wonder, are there like, I, I mean, I don't know, like, I wonder what else you could drink that would like. No, I Googled. I, I texted Andre and I said, I looked up 
coffee alternatives. <laughs> and then I said, they all suck. <laughs> so, cause it's like, it's, it's tea. Yeah. It's like tea is good, but like. Tea is not good. Is it hot brown water? It's awful. Okay. My wife drinks tea. It's so it's bad. Horrible. We watched Ted Lasso because that's like Ted Lasso's whole thing. Right. Like yeah. Means... I, I very much related to that. Yeah. So it's like it's like tea. It's like like a powder. I don't know. They all sounded like garbage and I was sorry. Yeah. I gave tea. Andre. I gave tea one shot. Um, and I, I might have already even shared this on the podcast. You start to forget what stuff you've already shared. But I'll when honk it, if you have. You'll honk? <laughs> like use a sound bite? Or no, you'll, I'm just going to honk, honk with yourself. my voice. Man, I really hope I've said this story before. <laughs> That's going to be your that I, When I, I started drinking green tea for like a morning workout nope. or something. and Never said this before. I drank the green tea. 15 minutes later, got to the gym and just puked right away. It was Good. horrible. I, and haven't drinking tea especially green tea i do not like green tea you haven't drinking green tea since that time drunken no he said drinking drinking <laughs> drinking uh yeah i so i'll get to my question but i had <laughs> one of andrew he was no one of my other students was telling me that she saw a tiktok of someone who mixed we talked about this pre-workout and coffee oh my gosh and i was talking to andrew and i said would my heart explode if I did pre-workout and coffee? And he goes, actually, you would probably be fine because you have such a high tolerance, but I wouldn't try it. Yeah, that's dangerous. That's very dangerous. It seems like it could be. So speaking of mixing pre-workout and coffee, what a transition. my question for wow. today <laughs> is, um, Andre, you, you've probably watched a lot of Disney movies in your uh, day. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, Daniel, have you watched any Disney movies? I've seen a few. Yeah. You've seen a few. Yeah. Okay. So your question is, if you could live in any Disney movie, which Disney movie would you live in? Who? Any Disney, any Disney movie. movie. Man. I wouldn't say Encanto. I was going to say, are you going to say? No. Thanks. No? <laughs> why, why not? Because I lived in Encanto for 30 years. <laughs> that, was, that was my life. The, the, sing, the magical house and everything. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I don't have powers, unfortunately. <laughs> that's so funny. I was uh, wondering if you were going to say Encanto, but no. Okay. Um, I will go, I mean, this is more, you know, going to the, back to the classics or whatnot. Uh, I'll go Little Mermaid, Little Merm, <laughs> Merm- Mermaid, 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 Mermaid. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> little Mermaid. That's, um, that's the, the version of Little Mermaid. So they didn't have to pay for any Disney rights. Yeah. It's the knockoff The version. knockoff version. <laughs> yeah, that's all I watched growing up. <laughs> it's knockoff versions of Disney movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, I don't know. There's just, I don't know. I just think being able to, you know, swim underwater and, uh, and I don't know. The songs are just so catchy, you know, do, 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 you know, do, one do, can do, swim do, underwater do, do, without do, do, being do, do, do. a mermaid, right? Uh, no, my wife uh, was trying, I'm a horrible swimmer and your she, wife is also oh, a swim she's instructor. a swim instructor. And so I'm like, oh sweet. She can teach me. So we went to a pool. Turns out sink. I can't like the whole don't breathe when you're underwater, but then turn your head and breathe. <laughs> I can't figure that out. So I just am inhaling water anytime I'm going. Like I get up out of the water and water's just pouring out of my nose and I'm choking. And she's like, I'm like, Kaylee, what am I doing wrong? Like, 
come on, teach. She's like, Daniel, I've never seen someone have a problem like this. Like, usually I don't have to tell anyone to hold their breath underwater. Um, Daniel's just inhaling. I'm just, my mouth is open. I'm just, <gasps> and I'm just choking. And yeah, for some reason, my, my mind can't figure that out. Uh, Andre, are you a good swimmer? Yes. Okay. Really? Yeah. I'm okay. a great swimmer. I love, I love swimming. Because yeah. he yeah. knows how to hold his breath. That's a key first step. <laughs> That's a key. You probably wouldn't like swimming as much if you couldn't uh, couldn't figure out how to hold your breath when you're underwater. So yeah, don't uh, if if uh, if I get thrown into like a lake or something, I'm just done for. Because you're gonna try to <laughs> inhale underwater. <laughs> no, I've always said I can at least just turn to my back and just I just float, and then the waves will just take me wherever. You know. That is so cool. This is a horrible that, idea. That's fair. That's you're, always, my, you're always gonna need a good swimmer with you if you're going. <laughs> yes, that's to that's why I married. One of the that's why I married more Kaylee. than ten thousand lakes yes. here. So yes. you're, ah, in, well, you're in serious danger. Well, I was just in the boundary waters, and so you know, fortunately, the canoe never tipped. So otherwise, yikes! That's well, you'd have had to find a new co-host. Uh, I'd still be floating. I would. See, you would still be. Flo- you'd just be in Canada still, by this point. I'd still just be laying there and be like, I hope. I hope I hit land soon. Daniel for an Atlantis. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, Andre, do you have a do you have an answer for uh what uh Disney world yeah. you would want to live in besides the uh, one you've already lived in of Encanto? <laughs> yes. Uh, so I will say uh, I have two options. First one mm, would be I don't know the name Wreck It Ralph. Oh yeah, Wreck It oh, Ralph. Oh, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is a cool one. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, I will love living in the penthouse. Yeah. Not in the garbage, sure. like Ralph. Yep. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I think the new version of the Little Mermaid is Luca. So, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love, I love that area. Uh-huh. I, I would love to go to Italy and, you know, ride in a Vespa. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I mean. Are your are your kids in the like obsessed with Disney yes. movies stage right now? Yeah, yeah. So bad. Yeah. yeah. So you just as I'm sure as a parent, you just now know all the Yeah, all I know movies. all songs. Uh do they watch the same like movie over and over again? Andre, how yes. many times have you watched Encanto in your house? My, I have no idea. <laughs> it's around five times per day. Five times per day. Wow, that's, and, a, uh, that's a lot. Yeah, so. the beginning was super, you know, finishing again and right. again. And uh, now it's just the songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that was Moana, and mm. yeah, we were just touring all the time. Luca yeah. had uh, his time, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like with kids, Disney Plus is like a essential thing to have i think i said to andre i wish like back in the day in itunes you could see how often you've listened to a song oh yeah and i think Mm. it would be funny to have that on disney plus for parents to (laughs) like funny but sad to see how many times you've watched a specific movie oh that's funny yeah it's super fun when well when the kids they start actually acting oh Oh, yeah saying the lines in exactly the same moment that the character that's that's super funny yeah. yeah and well you don't have to watch it you're just staring with your phone and <laughs> pretending and look dad look oh yeah so funny i already know that <laughs> we get it bruno's back hopefully your kids aren't, hopefully your kids aren't listening to the podcast but, so. uh sarah how about you the monsters universe 
Ooh. Monsters Inc. and wow. Monsters University are my two favorite. Disney I really movies. liked Monsters University. I think it's hilarious. I really liked it. It's so funny. Yeah. But one of my nicknames in middle school was Sully. Nice. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. But like I was Sully because I was tall. And yeah. my friends, my friend was Boo mm-hmm. because she was really short. And so like, like that's what we called each other for a while. And then it just kind of took. And so like two of my favorite mugs at the Valley Creek campus are my Sully and Mike mug because they're, it's like their faces. Yeah. And they're big. Yeah. That makes sense. So are they, uh, is that, was Monsters University like last thing they're doing for that or are they going to make another one? You know, I don't know. Pixar hasn't told me, so I'm not sure. You don't have the inside. uh, I don't have the inside scoop. Wow, Sarah. I've heard rumors that they would do a, a boo origin story type movie like they're doing oh, with buzz lightyear that's hmm. coming out here in a couple of weeks yeah i've heard that but i can't tell what's real and what's not because internet right i always wondered would monsters inc be like too scary for like really little kids i don't know just like these monsters coming in and like terrifying children for I their mean, job i mean it's kind of kind of me- messed up when you think about it well yeah like geez pixar yeah, okay. Let's talk like about PG-13. this. PG-13, come on. All of these Pixar movies now have too much of a of an agenda. Like, don't don't get me started. Oh, no. Andre, we've triggered Sarah. <laughs> well, yeah, and actually... It, uh, there's Monsters a, at Work, I've yeah, seen that. The Now is a series, yeah. a TV show. Yeah. You know what? For the rest of the podcast, let's just watch it, and we'll just give our live reaction to Monsters <laughs> at Work. Would that be fun? Would that be fun? Anyways, I want innocent Pixar movies. That's Innoc- it. Yeah, I just that's want fair. I want toys that come to life. I want fishes that are trying to find each other. I that's want true. monsters that are going on kooky adventures. Kooky, kooky adventures. Not normal adventures. I don't. I don't want any kooky of these adventures. I don't want any of these Pixar. Come on, movies Pixar. With a it's a low bar. Kooky adventures. <laughs> Let's start the podcast. Let's get into it. Okay, so. <laughs> Andre, we want to get to know, uh, let the listener get to know you a little more, and I'm sure we'll uh, learn more about you along the way. Uh, but the first is kind of, uh, who are you? What's your role here at Woodbury Lutheran Church? We already learned how to pronounce your last name, so we're already <laughs> one step there. But yeah, what's kind of your your role here? Well, uh, before before I start, um, I have to say that I struggle with last names. Okay, well. good. So yeah, I can't say yours. Yeah, I don't even. Or even uh, Tom's. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah that f- makes sense. F- f- Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. Uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I struggle with that. Okay, well, there you go. Look at that. He's so nice to me. You want to co-host a podcast with me? <laughs> <laughs> the spot's about to open up. Sarah, you've been demoted to guest for this podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Fine. Well, um, born and raised Colombian, South America, top of the South America, if you don't know just you can just grab a map and try mm. it or put uh google directions from minnesota to <laughs> Colombia is just a little bit far far away just a little bit yeah a little bit and uh well here in Woodville lutheran i'm the worship leader at valley creek campus uh, yeah that's basically yeah my, and that's my a, role right and that's a recent Yes, yes. Transition. You started, what month was that? that you I started in November. Okay, yeah, that you officially a, stepped into kind of the... Yep, uh, the, the role. Yeah, before that, I was just a regular musician. Mm-hmm. I played a couple times per month. Yeah. yeah. I just 
jumped into the worship leader nice. role. Yeah. Well, fi- funny fact, and I don't know if Joel Whitstein is listening to this. Um, but yeah, when when he offered me the position, I said, okay, awesome. It's just thinking about music mm-hmm. all the time. I'm a musician, so. Yeah. Oh, being a worship leader and just. Yeah. Can you imagine people singing, people playing, building bands and making music? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, a worship leader means 10% music right? and 90% other stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I feel like that's like that for a lot of jobs where like you go into a job and then you realize like 10% of it is the part that you think the whole job is and then yes. like the other 90% is like organizational yes. meetings, yes. stuff like that. And you're like, oh, yeah. okay, that's good too um yeah so yeah that's awesome so yeah it's been it's been great I, i've been learning a lot how to manage a church <laughs> yeah it is fun I, I love the meetings sarah <laughs> knows that i love it and yep <laughs> that's that's, great. that's basically my my role in woodbury lutheran church so we're gonna go all the way back to your childhood here Ooh. uh which you had to think about for a little bit when we were talking about this uh, what was your childhood like growing up in Colombia? Well, uh, you know, like a regular kid in Colombia. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's where that's where you heard it. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my childhood. It's kind of hard to remember. Um, I was I was telling you last week that is, I don't have too many memories of my childhood mm-hmm. because I think at some point I started my being focused into big things that we're going to discuss later. Yeah. So do you have any, but, any siblings or? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, well, yes. Uh, I have a older sister and little brother. So I, I'm a sandwich. I'm, oh. I'm the good part of the. You are. The... Andre is a sandwich. Andres. He is the good part. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, uh, and the patty. Yeah. You are the, <laughs> you are the patty. Oh, that's great. And so yeah. are, are your siblings still in? In Colombia. In yeah. Colombia. Yeah. Okay. My, my sister, she, she has four kids. Mm. Um, she is, I think I'm 35, she's 38 and my little brother, he, yeah, he's still single. He's still single. Great. By Thanks, Andre. Sarah. <laughs> and he's, and, and he's 30, 33. Yeah. yeah. That's a year older than me. Yeah. There you Andre, go. we were talking about our <laughs> biggest idea to draw viewers in is, is, uh, when Sarah's going to get in a relationship and then each week we're going to update on how the relationships go. <laughs> that's going to be another, and it's going to be, let's pick another soundbite right now. Yeah. And our soundbite for it's going to be, uh, hopefully <laughs> if it goes well, <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Um, yeah. yeah. So well, that's, uh, yeah, that's our next big idea. <laughs> well, I, I, I can tell more uh, kind of background, like the childhood in Colombia is more like Encanto. If you watch Encanto, hmm. it's like kids running everywhere. So you don't need to worry about uh, seasons. So you don't need to wear a jacket never, ever in your life. Unlike Minnesota. Exactly. and yeah it's uh childhood was was good we lived in a city 
we have to live in a different city. I hope people understand this. I, I was born in a different city. So we went when I was a kid, probably two years old, to uh, my, my father's city in the coast, north of, of Colombia. We lived there for, I don't know how many years. So because of the violence there, we had to leave that land. Mm. They took our land and we went to my mom's city. That It was the city that I was born. And um, so we suffer like, let's go to Encanto again. So if you watch it, so the people at the beginning, they were just took it by those groups, the violence. And we suffer the same situation mm. in Colombia. So, yeah, that, that was basically our life. We, wow. we, we run away from our house and we just land in a different city. Yeah. And my dad, my mom had to start from zero with us. So, yeah, childhood there at, at some point is, I don't know, kids, we never know what's happening. So we just yeah. we just care about playing or whatever. But the real thing is how my parents suffer our situation. So it was kind of poor or lack of opportunities, no jobs. So they spend their whole life to try, you know, to raise a good kids mm. with three kids kicked out of their lands and starting from zero. It was kind of my story when I got here that we're going to discuss later. But yeah. yeah, it was. So it how, was, how old were you when, when kind of all of that was happening? Six. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you can remember it. I mean, mm. I, although you said you don't remember much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but my, my sister, she, but she, maybe a little bit. Yeah. She has better memories than I. Yeah. yeah. But, Man, that's crazy. Yeah. But I can read. We, we're in the middle of a process with the government to, you know, they're going to give us something. Well, we're still mm. waiting for that. But you can read all the documents, all the story, my dad's mm. um, story, and it's kind of, oh, <laughs> it was tough. It was yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. So, Andre, you mentioned uh, you were a pretty good soccer player yeah. growing up. Yeah. Pretty good soccer player? Yeah. My, my dad, he's a soccer, frustrated soccer player. Wow. So, we... We heritage that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we had that commitment. And uh, yeah, we got to my city is, say it, Bucaramanga. Uh, say Bu that once more. Bucaramanga. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's that's my city. Okay. And uh, it, it is funny because I'm going to start my big, my big th two th things here. So I started in church when I was eight. And I started to play soccer when I was eight. I don't oh, know wow. if that's coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> but it was my mom looking for a Jesus, my dad looking for, I don't know, who the soccer guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was passionate about soccer. Yes, yeah. he was super passionate. And I started both things at the same time. Mm. So, yeah, I was a great soccer player. For my whole life. So my my life, I grew up with these two things. Yeah, yeah. And so did you right away with kind of the church, you know, you talk about these two kind of things that are happening simultaneously, the soccer side, the church side. Did you get into music with the church 
Was that early on, something that happened early on? Yeah, uh, I was, I think I was eight, almost 10, and uh, I was in Sunday school. Yeah. And we had this, a like a mouse choir at Valley Creek. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So they started picking kids. We we had this song. Uh, let's sing this song. But the song that we were singing, uh, it had a solo. So the leader said, "Who want to take the solo?" Mm-hmm. I had no idea that I was a singer or <laughs> I was able to sing. Oh wow! My mom, my mom. If you if you can ask my mom, she she says that. I used to sing in front of the TV since I was two, hmm. but I didn't know that. And I just raised my hand and said, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I started my musician yeah. life in church just wow. because I raised my hand. And yeah. That's so cool to hear just, you know, how it all, to see you now, you know, being the worship leader and just your incredible gifts. Uh, uh, that you do at leading, but to see how it all started kind of right there. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned that growing up, so you've got soccer that you're excelling at and you've got kind of church and music that you're excelling at. Uh, but you kind of insinuated to us that maybe that created a little bit of tension uh, specifically between kind of you and your dad with your dad yeah. being uh, so passionate about soccer. Can you talk about a little bit of what that was like uh, navigating some of that tension there? Yeah, I think tension was growing when I was around 12. You know, I was more commitment to church. I, I understood more about the church, about Jesus, about music. And I was growing up as a kid playing soccer. So I used to play in the... Um, my state team, my school team, I had a different team. So I practice every single day. So Monday to Friday, I, I had practice and I had games Saturday and Sunday with three different teams. And I also was in church Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So I, all, all the time Jeez. I was, you wow. know. So that's that's why I, I don't have memories about my childhood. You were just so I, you were just so busy. busy yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if I was able to play on the street with my friends yeah. in my neighborhood. Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't remember. So I had to split my responsibilities when I was twelve. So one Sunday soccer, one Sunday uh, church, and yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. It was like this, like yeah. this. And uh, yeah, it was kind of tension because I had good opportunities to be a pro soccer player. But my heart, I don't know, at some point it was just turning in more into church. And well, I was a teenager. You know, teenagers uh, are lazy. <laughs> Objectively. Yeah, yeah. All teenagers. All yes. teenagers, I can confirm. I, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and I and I was more into sleep more and more tired. And so I, I started just cutting teams and just two teams, then one team. Because I said, oh, okay, I don't have time for this. I I can't practice too much. So I started more in church because 
you don't need it. You can go to church being tired, you know? Yeah. You, you don't need you need anything. Right. And just your heart and my heart was ready. Yeah. For, you know, church things. And uh, yeah, I was, I think it was 16. I was in 10th grade. And uh, I told my dad, you know, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to play soccer anymore. Wow. Well, I, I learned how to play guitar at 15, when I was 15. So it was, you know, fell in love with the guitar. So yeah. Just playing guitar, being in church, growing up. I understood more the leadership. So I, at that point, I was a youth worship leader in my church. So I was growing up a lot here in this side of the church. And soccer was the same, you know, mm -hmm. playing and playing and playing. And this lack of opportunities with jobs is the same in my city with soccer. So we have we had any money to invest in my career as a soccer player. So I, I didn't have any opportunities to grow up. Yeah. So, yeah, I was. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, how was that conversation with your dad? Was, was that really, I would imagine that'd be really difficult. Yeah, it was, it, it was super hard. Yeah. And yeah, he, I think he stopped talking to me for one year. I think mm. so. Wow. Because he, he really thought that I was going to be a soccer player. His dream in, you know, focus in me or I don't know how to say that the, his dreams his was dream in, for you yeah yeah something like that and yeah. he yeah it, it, it was uh, a thing when I was playing soccer because there were photographers like a paparazzi they took me pictures when I was playing and they yeah they went to my dad and say hey your son he's incredible Look! Look at these pictures that I, and my dad he has all those pictures. Mm. Yeah. And um, so yeah, it, it was it was hard. Yeah. It was, it was so hard. Right. But I was I was, I was confused. I, I wasn't sure that it was a right decision. Because I, I was fifteen, you know. It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a stupid kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's a great example of you know clearly God is leading you right down this path. You know you can see. Uh, yeah, how how he's leading you, and yet I didn't understand that till le yeah, you know, later. leading you through some really difficult things where maybe in the moment you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, this I, is actually really hard, or am I making the wrong decision, or something like that? Yeah, and, and I was more related with my friends in church. They were more like my vibe, you know, more than than my soccer team plays, yeah. team teammates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry in advance for my English. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I think later I understood that it was God showing me, saying, using my friends, using the music, using the church to say, hey, this is your call. So I called you. And I, I could be a great soccer player, but I think now I can't understand why mm. I'm, I'm not that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty much till my mm -hmm. 17, 18, I just was done with soccer. 
at all. And it was just deeply immersed in church. Yeah. Yeah. So you are now heading down this path of pursuing music and church. And I, I think this was a few years later, uh, but you talk about the, that your experience with the church early on um, wasn't, wasn't that great. Yeah. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah. Because I was a kid following man, you know, following a pastor, a vision. But I think at that time I, I didn't know Jesus mm. uh, for real. I, I could experience him. He was using me or, you know, I was, I was his tool, his instrument. Uh, but I don't know. I believe, I don't know if I'm wrong. Sorry about that. But <laughs> I think he uses, he, we, we can be in his instruments even if we don't know him. Because, mm. yeah. you know. He is, he's incredible, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. And he did it with me. And yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't a teenager anymore. And I started seeing things that, oh, this is wrong. This is my celebrity pastor doing kind of weird things. Um, you know, I started to realize that the word wasn't, truth or the guy was who was telling the words he wasn't following the words mm-hmm. you know it was kind of inconsistency yeah the kind of hypocritical yes kinda, yeah yes yeah, so i was i was close to them enough to say oh this is wrong um i don't want to be here but <laughs> it is the funny thing is i didn't know jesus but I blame Jesus because mm. of that. So yeah. I was frustrated with church, frustrated with God, and I just stepped away from God because mm. I said, oh, this is a joke. I was brain brainwashed. Yeah. I, I get rid of my soccer career for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what did, what did, what this, bring to me nothing nothing because i was i was in in the seeking of my future and i was requesting as simple as hey can you help me with my transportation to common church because i'm not a kid anymore i i'm already a high schooler i got my diploma but i i now i need money and i'm here four or five times per week. Mm-hmm. Could you help me? And they say, no, because you have to serve. It's the, the way that you're serving here, serving to Jesus, so we have money for you. Mm. And it was, oh, yeah. What, what's wrong? You know? And uh, yeah, my whole life I, I dreamed uh, having a job in church that I got now. <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah, I was 19, 20, and it was super frustrated for me. Yeah. And I just tap away from God. Yeah. Because I, I said, it's not worth it. Right. It's not fair with me because I spent my whole life in this thing and nothing happened. That's, man, that's got to be so difficult to, you know, you, you talk about these two options and you, you fully commit to church and music and, and you're passionate about this. You're going down this route and then you 
start to see all of this, yeah, hypocrisy, like you aren't live, people aren't living, like we actually believe this. Is this all just a joke, kind of what you were mentioning? And gosh, that's, especially for someone who's, you know, growing, you know, early on kind of in their faith journey, that's such a turnoff. And, and, you know, such a just, it's so easy to just be like, oh gosh, I don't want to be any part of that. Yes. You know, I mean, it's a, goes to show why, you know, how we live is so important because man, if we're just saying things and, and then people see our lives don't look anything like what we're saying, then it's like, yeah, why would I want to be any part of that? Yeah. And, uh, after, after that church, I, I, I moved to a different city and, uh, Bogota is our capital, like Washington here. Mm-hmm. And um, I look for a different church. And in this church, I was a nobody, you know. And I try to talk with the pastors to, you know, asking for help. And, hey, I'm this guy. I, I had this situation in my home church. I want to do this. I never get an appointment with them. <laughs> wow and so far it's funny thing is uh i can remember email them hey when you got time to talk and they say uh not this one we're super busy and they never go back mm. it was okay this is, i don't know churches are just a joke <laughs> i'm right i'm done with this yeah so yeah i i never try uh anything bad in my life because I was super healthy. I was super Christian, you know, even, even if you, well, in my church, you can't go with sandals uh, to church. It was, you were a sinner. So I, I was that kind of Christian. I was super strict. Yeah. And uh, I never tried any alcohol, any, anything. I was, I even try to don't listen to music that didn't speak, uh, talk about Jesus. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> no love songs, no anything, because it was <laughs> yeah. bad. It was Satan talking yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So when, after that, I said, you know, I'm going to try all of these things that I never experienced. And it was the worst <laughs> ever. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you kind of go through a season of almost flipping to the other end of the spectrum of yep. like, I'm just going to, you know, yeah. try it all. Yeah. And I was dragged with the dark side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so well, what's the timeline and all of kind of this is all happening? And then you talk about you met your wife in yeah. Colombia. Is that during all of this? Is Well, I, I think my, my dark part of my life was between my 22 till 25, 6. I met a singer, Christian singer. I love her a lot because she, how do you say, teach in past, talk? Taught. Taught, Taught, yes, a hard word. (laughs) She, that thing, Taught, taught me the real Jesus, she's so mm. close to Jesus. She's an incredible singer. And we we started playing together and I was in tour with the, with her. And that was my reconciliation, my my, you know, I just 
I was here again with Jesus yeah. because of her. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, in this kind of life, touring life with, with her, well, I have to say this. I, in music, I started also a double path. So I had the Christian music life and, uh, you know, regular artist mm -hmm. life. So I, I was in a salsa bands Ooh. since I was 23, four. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's super cool. So, yeah, now I it was in soccer and church. Yeah. It was <laughs> between gospel, church, 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 and salsa. Church and salsa. Yes. Are you a good salsa dancer? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Andre, you need to teach Daniel. We, we he need, loves to dance. I do love dancing. Oh, really? I do. Yeah. Okay. Really love yeah, it. Let's, so. let's talk about let's this. Get, <laughs> let's, let's get some lessons going. Here we go. <laughs> On the podcast. It'll oh. be very entertaining for our listeners. That, is, that will not transition very well. Yes. <laughs> So I, so well, I, I was touring with this girl, but I was touring with a salsa band, so it doesn't matter. It was just I, I wanted to put it in the yeah picture um, because I I do sing salsa here in the states. So, yeah. <laughs> and in this touring, I went to a city. It's like a Twin Cities area, and we were in a concert with with her. And I saw my wife in that event, so like in the crowd or something. Or she was in a different band. She sings too. Oh, okay, you know? gotcha. And I saw her, and I was going, "Oh, okay, <laughs> hi." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know she was gonna be my wife. Really? That day? Yeah. Wow. wow. I I I did. Did you tell job. her that that day? No. You're going to be my wife. <laughs> no, because she, she was dating with someone else. <laughs> oh, that, that would have been a problem. Yeah, wow, so you were, very, you were very convicted because she was but, dating someone else and yet you knew. Yeah, I told my friends, is, you, you know, she's going to be my wife. I, wow. I was joking, but I, I felt something, you know, yeah. and well, so far it's been... So far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. <laughs> That's eight, incredible. Eight, eight years since Didn't that. you just have your anniversary too? Did I see someone posted that on Facebook last week? Maybe. Oh, what was that? Can you repeat it? Did you just have your anniversary? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah we, <laughs> oh, I, I understood. University. <laughs> what? University what? <laughs> um, yeah, we celebrate our sixth anniversary. Oh, that's awesome. So we, we dated for two years and now six years. Two beautiful daughters. Wow. Five years and one year. Yeah. Yeah. So I met her. And... When I met her, I knew that that dark past has done. Hmm. It was okay. It's a new era. Um, I'm mature. I'm ready for a serious relationship. But I was still, you know, without church. I was just with my, my friend, my, you know. But... I still didn't believe in churches, mm. even if my relationship with God has changed and we were close again. I didn't believe in churches, so I didn't. I didn't go to a church anymore till with the Lutheran Church. Mm. Wow! So yeah, I'm talking in yeah yeah ten years probably. Yeah, and okay, so let's let's look at that there. So you transitioned from Colombia to America, 
And how how many years ago was that? Four years. Okay, four years ago. So what kind of led to that transition, and, and what was that cool. like yeah. uh, moving from <laughs> Columbia to America? I'm sure that was probably a big, yeah. big shift. Yeah, well, um, I met my wife. We started dating. We got married. And uh, in my career, well, I went to college and I studied music. But in my career, I felt that I was done there. I... I was looking for new opportunities and nothing. It was frustrating. So we get married. We had Celeste, our first daughter, and we started just kind of struggling with financially. And uh, it was tough. So I felt in that moment, okay, that's we're ready for the next step is let's change the country. So let's, let's find out a different opportunity. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I, I've been always in a lot into Hollywood, us, yeah. um, all the Hollywood shows about, um, the United States. And, um, yeah, I was just, we just decided like doing this, trying to find out a city <laughs> Just randomly picked on a map. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. So we <laughs> we put okay, we wanna we don't want it the same weather, so we need seasons. Okay, so let's check. go check. That, you very <laughs> much checked that. Yes. Yes. You got the full spectrum. We didn't want a Hispanic immersion, we wanted an English immersion. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. try to be in a way from Miami or New York or this right. Community. A lot of Hispanic community there's there. And um yeah. We had a cousin here. He said a couple good things about Minneapolis. I have no idea what Minneapolis was. Yeah. <laughs> I had it Google it. I did it and that's yeah. it. And so how were your first few, I don't know, you, you land in <laughs> America? Him when you, tell them when you landed. Like yeah, what time of the year you landed yeah. in okay, Yeah, that's super interesting. <laughs> I was wearing a sweater. I flew on February 4th, middle of the winter, rough winter. And, uh, well, before my flight, I thought that I was good in English. (laughs) But (laughs) when I landed, I I did, uh, I I flew Bogota, Atlanta. I did migration there. After talk with the agent there, I understand any word, <laughs> any word. I said, oh, I'm in problems. <laughs> I, I have a lot of problems here because I, I don't know how to say anything. Yeah. And, um, okay, I flew Atlanta, Minneapolis, and they received me with a snowball. A it was, snow globe? A, a, snow a snowball. Snow, a snowball, physical snowball. Yeah, the yeah. flight attendant, yeah. they got a huge basket, and they were just... Giving each passenger a I snowball. I have never heard of that before. Yeah, like giving it, you snowballs. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, literally I, I, never heard about that. Like to next, welcome you to snow. Probably because next day was the Super Bowl here. Yeah, so it was when Minneapolis was hosting the oh, Super Bowl. Oh wow! Yeah, Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's right. And then. so it wasn't. It wasn't just winter, but it was a very like American thing for you yeah. to land in, and it was a big deal when yeah. the Super Bowl was in Minneapolis. Right. 
Yeah, and uh, when I felt this piece of ice in my hand, it's, oh, what's this? Is that, is, is that snow <laughs> for real? So, yeah, the transition was hard, was tough, because no English at all, no nothing. It's a 100% a different culture, different way to even take a bus. I I had to learn how to take a bus in YouTube. Yeah. I, in my country, we had these ring bells. So mm -hmm. you, you, you hit the ring bell. I don't know if you guys have taken a bus here. I have, yes. <laughs> But you kind of pull a, yeah. a cord. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that, well, yeah. when you, you don't know, have you never it? ridden a bus before? <laughs> nope. So like when you want to get off, there's in, in Minnesota, there's like a like a, a wiring yeah. thing of sorts. And so when you want to get off at that stop, you pull the thing so the bus driver knows to stop at the bus stop. Oh, how about that? <laughs> Andre, you're going to take Daniel on a bus. Yes, <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> to, ride. To go These are the transformative experiences I need. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I was, I was just by myself, but I never realized that I wasn't by myself. I was, God was leading me all the time. Mm. But I didn't realize that because I was just focused in my, you know, money. I, mm -hmm. I wanted to, you know, make money for my family, for my future. So I got here first to, you know, check the land, looking for a place to live. So we, I landed in a horrible house in Richfield, horrible room. And yeah, that was the beginning of my story here. Wow. Yeah. So then you're playing music in, in Woodbury um, and you're approached by some, and I think that this is like, I just love hearing this story. <laughs> I know. Uh, so you're approached by someone from WLC that led you to get connected with, with us. Uh, so first, who was that person? Um, and where were you at in your faith walk during all of that? Awesome. Yeah, I love that question too. <laughs> Because <laughs> we, we've, I, I feel that we're wrapping up this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel relieved because uh, yeah. you're doing it's great. English, it's English. It's English. It's English. You're doing yeah. great. Yeah, you should do a Spanish podcast. It would please. be so much worse than what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> it would. You would not enjoy listening to that. <laughs> well, before that, to being able to get here to get tickets, I had to sell my guitars in Colombia. I forgot to tell this. Wow. So I I didn't come here to play music. I came here to do whatever, you know. Whatever could make money. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did housekeeping. I, I went to restaurants. I did everything, you know, that all of you see the Hispanic people do. So I did it. Yeah. But it was, God is incredible. It wasn't my plan to play music, but two days after I got here, I met a guy. That guy met a guy. The, he was the owner of a restaurant. It's the Machete restaurant in Whitbury. Yep. Mm. And he was looking for a musician for St. Valentine's. So it was. I got here February the 4th, St. Valentine's, February the 14th. Mm -hmm. I had any money. I just sang a couple of songs. To him and he said okay 
let's let's come and, and sing two hours in my restaurant. And I said, okay, I don't have money to buy a guitar. Could you borrow me a guitar? So this guy, he didn't know me at all. And he said, you know, let's go to Guitar Center and grab a guitar for you. I can just wow. do this for you. Yeah. And, you know, I, it is God. So I, I can't explain. I can't explain this. So I started doing, you know, housekeeping and these things, but I started just playing music in random, randomly in restaurants. And yeah, I landed in Machete. I I started to play Machete every weekend. I also was the bartender there and I was a server and then I was a supervisor. So I was growing up in this thing. I was playing one Saturday and yeah, guy came to me. Joel Watstein, and say, hey, I'm Joel Watstein from Woodville Lutheran Church. Which, uh, if you know Sounds Joel, exactly this, like him. this is right up his alley. This is literally Joel Watstein. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Who, if, if the listeners don't know, is the head, the worship director. Director of worship. Director of worship Multi-site. Here. Multi-site worship. Yeah. 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 So this guy asked me if I was interested in playing a church. So I understood 20% that he was saying me. <laughs> but I, I could realize that he was, you know, trying to invite me to sing in a church. So I, he, he asked me, hey, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Colombia. And he switched to Spanish. He, he does speak Spanish. Okay. It's an okay Spanish. I, I joke with him. <laughs> he never, he will never forget me the... The, I, I, I said in the land, broken Spanish. So he always joked with broken Spanish. Well, <laughs> with his broken Spanish, he, he told me, hey, I'm this guy, I can do this. So are you interested? And I said, man, you, you don't gonna believe me. I was a worship leader my whole life. Wow. And it was gonna, wow. Let's, yeah. Okay. So, do you want to go to my church and, and play? So I play. A couple of days after that, it was a elders meeting, and it was my very very first time playing in um, WWLC, and um, yeah, the way that God <laughs> is doing this is yeah, it's just insane. I can't right. understand. And so when He asks you that, you know, you have this. Not only have you been a worship leader, but you also have a lot of baggage with like the church. And was there, I don't know, a little bit of uh, hesitation yeah. or kind of what was that like? Well, I, I think at that at that point I was thirsty. Mm. I was I I didn't realize till that day that I needed God, and I I was thirsty for church for community, even if. Well, I'm here. I, I'm not Lutheran, and he said we're Lutherans. I have no idea what Lutheran is, so I had to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Okay, this is a Catholic. It's Catholic, right? Yeah, if you well, Google in, it, that's in, in Colombia. In yeah. Colombia, yeah, is more, yeah. you know, yep. right? We, we're a Catholic country, yep. so mm-hmm. our background is more Catholic. So I just compare and say, okay, they are cool Catholics." <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. That's a yeah. pretty. That's a, yeah. that's a yeah, legit description. Yep. You know? Yep. It's the, 
It's a good it's a cool Catholic. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. And uh, yeah, I started to realize a real church here in Woodbury Lutheran Church. Mm. The community, the pastors, the people, how people is just how how people care about each other, about other people, you know, all of the things that the church does with uh, World Vision and all these projects, I started to realize, hey, this is a real church. This is uh, this is real. Even if the worship is different, even if I've been learning a lot how quiet is a Lutheran. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are quieter than what you're used to. Oh, yes. My... <laughs> Yeah, starting at our services are two hours, two hours oh, and a wow. half. Yeah. And our worship time singing is 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, right. in 45 minutes, we're almost done yes. <laughs> in the service. <laughs> yep. yep. I and, know. Yeah. And it's completely different, but I love, I love being here. And I think the Jesus that I started knowing with my friend in Colombia. I just I just found found him here. Yeah. Because I can see Jesus in this church. I can see why I chose church when I was 12, 13. And I know why I'm here in the US in this community surrounded by white people being the only Hispanic guy, because I used to, I used to say, huh, I don't like my culture. I, I hate being Colombian. Uh, I don't like that. And see the way that you guys enjoy or appreciate my culture. And it's incredible. It's, I think that's, that's my call. That's, yeah. that's why I'm here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so kind of put a, a bit of a bow tie on this all, you know, when you look at, you know, this crazy journey that God's been leading you on. And I mean, I think something that's been so evident through this is how he's been using certain things to prepare you for things later on, you know, you uh, raising your hand in Columbia to sing. And now you're uh, worship leading at Woodbury Lutheran church and doing like an incredible job. God, you know, working through you in that, um, but specifically with like your faith walk, uh, how have you seen God just been uh, transforming your relationship with Jesus? I mean, you've touched on it a little bit, but from where you were at in Colombia to uh, obviously nowhere, we're never, you know, finished or, you know, we're all growing. But how have you seen him kind of working through you uh, into that journey of where you're at today? Yeah, I can I can define that like. It's the same situation with uh, the U.S. I used to watch movies about the U.S., so I knew, I already knew New York, I already knew Los Angeles, because I watched movies, you know? So I thought that I knew these cities or this country. I thought that I knew Jesus, but it was like watching a movie about Jesus, because I studied Bible, I did all of the processes, I know the Bible, you know, in Spanish though, <laughs> you know, 
a lot. I used to, you know, do kind of preachers. I I did a lot of things about Jesus working for him. But it was like watching a movie. When I got here, I realized that Hollywood is not even close than the reality here. And Jesus is not even close at the Jesus that I thought that I knew. Mm. So now I'm living into the movie with the U.S. and with Jesus. So that's super interesting because my relationship with him is like, wow, it's, it's incredible. I, I think it's super mature. Is I'm a sensitive guy. I'm a super crier. I'm a crier. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh. Hey, so is Pastor Tom. And Pastor Dean. And Joel Simic and and Joel Wettstein and Joel Wettstein. Wow, and common thread here. Not Sarah Dibbern. No, I don't. Goal think. on this podcast Are you, to Sarah make me cry. cry. <laughs> yeah, talk to Andrew about that. You Sarah cry Dibbern. Sarah <laughs> cry Dibbern. That's yep. That's me. <laughs> no, that's and yeah. yeah that's so incredible. my my relationship with him is now is real. Is not is not front of book. Is from my heart, because I know he is, he takes me by his hand and we've been walking this path together with my family. But yeah, and I joke with my mom because she is always, oh, thank God, thank God, thank God. And I, and I used to say, yeah, but thank me too, because I'm, I'm a hard worker. Um, mm-hmm. I deserve this. Yeah, thank thank God because He put me here. But there are a lot of things that I have to say. Thank God is not thank me because even if I'm a hard worker, it's just because of Him. The way that I got the job in Woodville and the way that I got my house is just God. God things. Yeah, I, I can't. It's not because of me. It's just. Because of him, so my relationship with him is now is a we're super dudes, and I love him, and I can't live without him, and I'm just always looking for the next Sunday to, you know, raise my hands like I did when I was eight, and sing and show him my heart, and try to lead these people to is coming to our church every Sunday. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. We're Gosh. super dudes. Yeah. <laughs> super dudes. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Andre. I think the, I hope the listeners is as blessed as we are to, to hear your story and just how God's been leading you. And now not only been leading you uh, along the way, but for this moment. And I know we here at Woodbury Lutheran Church, we are so blessed by uh, your incredible gifts. If you want to see Andre, uh, check out our, you know, we've got a YouTube channel. He leads a lot of our uh, worship or come here. He leads at our Valley yeah. Creek campus, uh, does an incredible job uh, leading the worship here. Um, yeah, we are super, super blessed for us. So thanks for sharing your story with us today. Sure. If you enjoyed today's show and want to support us, uh, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to the podcast. We release an episode every Monday morning. And you can hear more stories like Andre. Maybe not as cool as Andre. That might you might win the you might win cool stories. Cool story. So congratulations. We'll Good give, job, you, Andre. give you an award, a plaque. Uh, but if you want to reach out to us, we've got all of our contact info below. 
Uh, you can let us know what you think, but I hope you're able to join us next week on the Disciples Mike podcast. Adios.